0: American, you're professing to be a Christian. Well, of course, as American citizens, what we want is accountable leadership. Why don't we throw in a constitution so they know what's in there? Get engaged in the political process. You, my friend, are part of the problem and not the solution. The church needs to rise. rise. The Monica Matthew Monica Matthew Show. Hey, 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 hey. Welcome back, kids. Life, love, and liberty. I almost said faith, life, and politics. That was my first radio platform, Faith, Life. Now, I want, you, I want you to imagine this. I start out on terrestrial radio five years ago, right, with Faith, Life, and Politics. This is how vastly different our world is today from where it was then. People could not believe that I would broach Faith and Politics in the same show. It simply wasn't popular. It wasn't done. And truth be told, it's still not very popular because people just hate to consider that Satan was the first politician, I'm sorry, Lucifer, when he campaigned and garnered a third of the vote of heaven and they all got kicked out. A third, including Lucifer, got kicked out, right? So that's the first political campaign. And then people totally forget that the ultimate... Um, campaigner, canvasser ever in the history of canvassing was Jesus Christ. Think about that. Think about that. Someone said, oh, my gosh, the civil rights people are literally turning over in their graves. I mean, we are undoing everything. Let's just, you know, put the whites at the back of the bus. Uh, Let's have everything segregated again, because that seems to be where the black culture is going within this BLM movement. I always think of a bowel movement every time I say that, but a BLM movement and close and um, self segregation, right? And I gotta tell you, I'm not opposed to people deciding that. Hey, you know, it's, we were we're just kind of like we do our thing. I love Augusta National, which, by the way, like I told you, it would is now under fire uh, and being asked to change the name. Not being asked because, you know, that's not how this works. It's a demand that you change the Masters Tournament because you've mastered. You have mastered the the sport of golf, right? So you deserve to be at this prestigious. You have earned your right to be at this prestigious. Come one, come all. If you've earned the right to be there, black, Asian, uh, Hispanic, uh, oh my God, Portuguese. I mean, you name it, white, Latino. I mean, they're Indian. Uh, I mean, my gosh, it, it is like the United Nations of sports, right? But the BLM, the bowel movement of the country, uh, actually the world. Did you guys know that BLM actually extends past our borders? Are you aware of just how big this quote movement is? It is huge. It is big. It is worldwide. Something to consider when you're pissed that you can't send your kids back to school yet. What are you sending them back to? That's my question for you today to ponder. What are you sending your children back to? We'll get to that in a minute. Black Lives Matter is worldwide. Someone said regarding the Masters, it's got to go, it's got to go. Now they're calling for, you got to change the name it's just too reminiscent i mean it's in the south for god's sakes and it's in augusta like it's in the south and so because of that it's, it's just you cannot have the masters it's it's offensive it, it it is it it makes us think of masters of slavery in the old south because we haven't yet over come so let's just roll everything back pre-civil rights here and someone said oh my gosh our civil rights grandfathers and fathers are rolling and grandmothers and my big mamas are rolling over in their graves and i was like huh, imagine how jesus feels faith life and politics imagine how jesus feels the sacrifice for all of us to be reconciled for all of our sins to be covered Every one of them from, from the first Luciferian campaign and a third felon. No, I'm not saying that the third and Lucifer will be reconciled. I am not an ultimate reconciliation Christian. I do not subscribe to that. I do not think we'll get to the marriage supper of the lamb and Lucifer will be sitting next to Jesus. But I'm just telling you, some people do. They do subscribe to that because I can't imagine a loving God casting anybody out. Well, we read different Bibles. That's a scary proposition. Now let's go back to, and so how do you feel? How do you feel about the masters? You can sound off on my open mic on my website, monica.matthews.com. Love, love, love to hear what you think about it. Speaking of uh, heads up. So my live broadcasts are going to be coming to you in the coming weeks, Monday, Wednesdays and Fridays. We're going to start at three days a week. See how we do. Matter of fact, we may even start it one day a week. But as of right now, we've got Monday, Wednesdays, and Fridays. We're going to talk about life, love, and liberty. A lot of life, a lot of love, liberty. What does that mean to be a patriot, to be a rugged conservative? What does it mean to be a compassionate conservative? What does that mean? That is my platform. That is what I stand on. I am not a Trump cultist, but I am damn sure glad that God chose him. <laughs> and if you're one of those Christians that's like super offended by what I just said because you can't imagine God being so outside of our our uh, ability to understand what the heck he's up to, then you probably don't need to engage me. But that's what I believe. I'm grateful. I'm grateful because the alternative because I'm one of those honest people. I'm I'm the person that most people love to hate. I am the fly in every punch bowl at a family reunion of mine, which is why I'm no longer invited because I would rather have honest, honest, what what is that scripture? An open rebuke is better than secret love. An open rebuke. Think about that. We've become so conditioned by today's society that if you rebuke someone, you're judging me. The Bible told us not to judge lest you be judged. But that's not what that means. What that means is if you're within the body of Christ and your sister's going over a cliff and you don't stop her, mm, you're a jerk. If you are judging the world for doing what the world does because they have no spiritual knowledge, then mm, you're still a jerk. So that's simple. In Monica Layman's terms, that's what that means. So, and don't judge people harshly in your heart, right? Because as you judge so it shall be measured back unto you so have mercy on people that you're judging i'm having a really 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 difficult time doing that in my city my governor's just deployed the national guard because the mayor of atlanta mayor named keisha could not get it together long enough apparently the asymptomatic covid virus has gotten to her and she could not get it together long enough to you know figure out that it's not a good idea to have uh armed bandits running through the streets of atlanta taking over city streets it's just never a good idea to negotiate with terrorists ever so she sat on her tush and running around on ellen and running for vice president with joe biden because that's important right while my city continued to murder and slaughter and rob and pillage and who knows likely rapes i haven't kept up with every single statistic of my city, but I can tell you it's over 150% increase in crime in the past three weeks alone. So our governor decided to act. And so, you know what her answer was? Well, it's probably because of COVID that people were so frustrated and they just decided to shoot each other up. I mean, isn't that what we do? Well, I don't know. Let's check some white neighborhoods. Is that what we do? Do we shoot each other up? Do we just get frustrated? I mean, Do we really look to the governor to blame or President Trump, because that's her favorite Trump card, is to blame the president for her lack of leadership in my city? And thank God everyone around the country can finally see it. (sighs) It's painful waiting for the scales to fall off of others' eyes. And it's really painful to be the first person giving the clarion call. Can I just tell you that? It's cost me my job. It's cost me friends. It has cost me family. It's cost me a lot. But it's worth it. It is so worth it to watch it all unfold right now. You know why? I'm going to tell you why it's worth it. Because I have garnered your trust. That's why it's worth it. There's nothing more important to me in my profession than having the integrity to step up and say, oops, I got that one wrong. Or to step out and say, hey, bridge is out. You guys need to pay attention and act accordingly. Sadly, we waited a little, you know, too late and several lives too short. Lost an 8-year-old baby over nothing. Parents turning around, trying to get out of the mayhem. Gangsters shoot into the cars. And here we are. 8-year-old is dead, gone. Mother and father just wrecked. For nothing. For nothing. But it's President Trump's fault, according to the mayor i to keep in mind, this is the same mayor that my colleagues, Dan Bongino, Dana Lash, others, um, Tucker Carlson had someone on who was praising Keisha Lance Bottoms because she was the mama. She was the voice, Tammy Bruce, others. Uh, she was the voice of reason in a time when, you know, when the city was falling apart. B.S. She knew it was going to fall apart and she let it fall apart. And I can prove it with her own video, her own press conference, she admitted to knowing the riots were coming before they ever got here. Did anyone hold her accountable? No. They did not. Will they? Who knows. Now, in the ultimate continuum of pissing contests, my governor says, enough, calling in the National Guard. The mayor's response is to blame President Trump and COVID-19 and the governor for reopening the state too early, but now you have all these cases of COVID-19. Supposedly, for the uptick in crime, right? Who knows? She probably blames them for the fact that she was out marching with rioters, masked and unmasked. Both pictures are there. Uh, And now she's tested positive for COVID-19, supposedly. Who knows? Now her response to that is your typical woman who has lost or feels like she's losing her power to manipulate. This is what we do as women whenever we are just ratchet and scandalous. This is what we do. We go to DEFCON level four, right, of manipulating and mandating. So you know what she's mandated now? Masks. Fun fact, though, according to our own governor's executive order, municipalities cannot supersede his executive order. And as of right now, the state of Georgia is not under a mask requirement as of right now. And if you don't want to end up in one, if you want to be able to exercise your liberty to wear one and for others not to wear one, you need to contact the governor's office continuously right now so that he does not succumb to the pressures of Jezebel. Because that's exactly the spirit with which we're dealing. So faith life and politics. See, you never leave home without your faith. Even if you're an atheist, you never leave home without it. If you are self-idolatrous, you never leave home without that. If you idolize whomever, you never leave home without that. I woke up this morning thinking of, um, Jeffrey Epstein's girlfriend who is now under supposed suicide watch. And I'm a little bothered by the fact that people laugh about that online. Like they are just waiting for it. Oh, she wait, wait, just wait till she suicides herself. It's, it's really, it's, I've said it for about a year now. Mocking is just not enough. Like, like th- this needs to be on, on super speed expedition, uh, with regard to the attorney general and bringing people to justice. She has videotapes. She has answers. She's going to sing as long as we keep her alive. So it's not, it's not funny to, oops, she was Clinton, Clintonized, Clinton cited. It, it's not enough for us to continue with that. And I, and I realize we do that because we're just fed up and we're tired. It's just easier sometimes to make fun of things that we feel like we have no control over and no one else gives a damn about. But I want to encourage you to continue putting your foot on the gas pedal. Continue reaching out to people who you've elected. Continue pressing those letters, those emails, the hit send, phone calls. Do it. Show up. Don't be afraid. This is not the time to be shy. This is not the time to be quiet. Let's go back to schools. President Trump is... Not pulling any punches when it comes to your children going back to school. He's even gone so far as to say that he would withhold funding from states who do not open up. He thinks that the restrictions are too stringent and it's time for the kids to go back to school. I'm asking you as a parent or grandparent or guardian, why on earth would you want to send your children back into the lion's den? I want you to please hear me out. Okay. I know that there are a lot of you who feel, I just can't do it anymore. I'm done. My kids are crazy. They're driving me crazy. I don't know what I'm doing. Homeschooling's hard. We just can't do it. Okay. And, and then the other, the other reason many of you cite is because you have to have a two-person household um, income. You, you have to have two incomes. It is not feasible for one of you to be home with the kids to teach them to take them to homeschool groups and whatnot to integrate them into, you know, extracurricular activities that are provided by homeschool groups. It is just not conducive to your lifestyle. I want to ask you something. Do you see the world in which you live right now? Are you mad nuts like just mad as hell that that with the whole nation is being hijacked by a sham demic by, and and that's not to disparage, you know, the fact that we do actually have a virus floating, you know, through the nation. We get it. We have viruses gone. Hell, some of you just jumped in bed with someone you don't know last weekend. You likely have a new virus. Sorry, but that's just the truth. So, yes, we have a virus now. We're gonna continue to have viruses. We've had viruses for thousands of years since the beginning of time. Well. Since Adam decided to worship Eve, but anyway, that's another show. So, for you parents who are struggling with homeschooling, what do we do? We got the kids got to go back. It's not healthy. That's what they'll tell you. It's not. It's not healthy for them to you not socialize. Okay. Well, they're being socialized in through venues such as TikTok. I got to tell you, I'm really. I'm. I'm considering the only reason that I would be in favor of the United States government intervening and saying "Mm -mm, no more TikTok. Is in acting like the Chinese Communist government um, is because people's information has been hacked, hijacked, otherwise stolen. It's being utilized for various purposes and illegal purposes. Uh, that is a reason to shut a platform down. Other than that, I'm your typical constitutional conservative who believes um, that unless someone is practicing, you know, within the realm of illegalities, <laughs> there's a Monica word, Um, that TikTok should be allowed to continue as a platform, as a private business. But in this case, I'm in favor of closing this genocidal, homicidal propaganda machine down. It is thought death. I said that today. Maybe we can trend it. Hashtag thought death, Monica Matthews thought death in one of my tweets, Monica on air talk on Twitter. If you're not following me, you should. My followers are amazing. And we actually have thoughtful dialogue on mine, not just bitching, but there's a lot of that too. So Monica on air talk, M-O-N-I-C-A on air talk. Uh, People said this morning, I can't, I can't deal with my kids anymore. I'm like, well, TikTok is literally the death of your children's ability to think for themselves outside of propaganda. I want to tell you something in the state of Georgia, as well as states across this country, your school boards are meeting ad nauseum about the indoctrination practices that they will deploy this. And I I say deploy intentionally because every word I use is intentional. That's the joy of being a wordsmith. Deploying tactics to further indoctrinate your children in the form of, of race relations. How not for little Betsy or Karen. Speaking of Karen, do you know there's legislation right now called Karen, the Karen Act, produced by none other than than a Democrat. C-A-R-E-N, the Karen Act. Check it out. Karen Act. Here's my question. When's the Felicia Act coming about? But the Karen Act is basically in light of the white lady in, uh, almost said Centennial Park, but that's closed now because of nefarious people. Um, Central Park. The white lady with her dog, right? And all we saw was kind of one side of, of the video. And honestly, I retweeted it and she did look ridiculous. But as with most things, when you watch it in its entirety and you see her testimony in the police report, what you realize is that the dude did threaten to take her dog. He attempted to seduce the dog, lure the dog uh, over to him, making fun of her. She felt threatened. So she was, in fact, charged with a hate crime, just like the couple who were my latest heroes, aside from the McCloskeys, who got out in California and took to the Black Lives Matter crosswalk, taken up the street and decided, not in my city, and blacked that sucker out with a big fat black roller filled with black paint. Like, here, take this. Well, they ended up charged with a hate crime and vandalism. Because why? This is the world in which we live. And they have been voted into office. People have been voted into office who uphold this crap. The Karen Act basically makes it a crime—a hate crime. A hate. See why I hate hate crimes? Hate crime bills, hate crime legislation—they're all bullshit. And here's why I hate them: because here's this woman who legitimately felt like she was in fear of her life, and she—but she kept saying, or even if she just felt threatened, like she felt th- physically threatened. And the guy was a jerk. He was totally threatening. I wouldn't have been afraid. However, uh, she was. And so the big jokey joke name of the black culture for white girls who you know, are either Becky or Karen. Now it's Karen because Karens are tattletales. Becky's are just chicken heads. They're just dumb. Go look that one up in the Urban Dictionary, chicken head. Go get you some of that. Yep, you got to love it. See, we're supposed to take it, the stereotypical white girl in every black movie who will get down on her knees and do what black women won't ever watched an all all black cast movie watch the stereotypes and that Hee hee ha ha we all laugh about it I mean but but what if that was the the typecast for every black woman the fact uh, you know I, I'll never forget when Halle Berry was granted her was it an Oscar yeah it was her Oscar um I believe the first black woman everyone celebrated it. I mean, they, God almighty. It was like the greatest thing ever. She was on ET. She was on every possible news outlet. It was just, they were so proud of her. And what was it? Monsters ball where she's literally, you know, naked sex scene used abused. I mean that, that, that's what she was. It took her using her body and her sex Out of all the amazing roles that beautiful bi-ethnic woman has portrayed, it took her having sex. That's right, Billy Bob Thornton was in it. Having sex on camera for someone to finally go, okay, thanks, that's what we needed. Congratulations, Hallie. I did not celebrate that as a female with self-respect. And as a female who has... um, suffered at the hands of sexual uh, abuses since I was very young by strangers and throw in, you know, a rape in there in my 20s. So I don't take those things lightly. I don't take them lightly. And as a self-respecting conservative woman, I was aghast that that was the best they could do for as an amazing actress as she is that they would have diminished her to a sexuality. Mm, bothersome. Back to your kids. Back to school, back to legislation. Karen, the Karen Act, it'll make it a hate crime for you to call um, under the guise of, hey, a black dude or a Hispanic dude or a Martian dude or a leprechaun dude, um, they are harassing me and I'm a fear of my life because whatever. But if you give a descriptor, I imagine they'll go through your Facebook posts. They'll search Twitter. They'll search your emails and your text messages, you know, just to see if you've given any indication at all that you could possibly not like black people that's what it is so when's the felicia act coming up that's what i want to know because i have a few people i'd like to nominate for that Mm. especially in local media in my city the felicia act i'm down Bye, felicia that's another that's a black movie thing anyway back to your children can you imagine sending your babies back to the indoctrination killing fields can you Because this is the country in which we live, and it's happening in your schools. It's happening in elementary school. It's happening in middle school. It's happening in high school, and it's damn sure happening in your universities across the country. So parents, I'm going to ask you something, and I'm going to leave you with this. Is that four-wheeler? Is that bass boat? Is that vacation? Are those credit cards? Are those accessories, those handbags and those shoes... The Louis Vuittons, the dinners, the keeping up with the Joneses, that private school, that seal of who the hell knows what, that your kid could just be operating at a higher level of ignorance than everyone else. And it only costs you $30,000 a year. Um, you know, the seal of approval of society, is it worth losing your republic? I'm a huge advocate of homeschool because I did it. And I lived on survivor's benefits from my husband's death because my child was very ill and I couldn't work full-time. So I had that and very little other income. And we made it. We made it on $24,000 a year. And I had to learn how to cut back. And I had to learn how to say, no to things that i just didn't need to go do i didn't i didn't or i gotta be honest with you i just had a heck of a lot of favor in my life god was very generous to me through others who were exceedingly and abundantly blessed financially who never blinked an eye at inviting us to their lake house at uh you know inviting us on their family vacations uh, gifting us with everything from a car to, you know, darn near a house. I mean, we've, you know, to helping my church, helping pay, pay for my utility bills some months. I'm not saying you have to scrape the bottom of the barrel. I'm saying, given this pandemic, if you think that this is the last time that we're going to have to be held hostage by the people we've elected. If you think this is the last moment in our history as a nation that you will be subjected to crazy politicians who no more consider your constitution any more than toilet paper. Okay. If you think this is the last time you live in the twilight zone, I'm just telling you, I had to order paper towels from Amazon because you can't find them in Atlanta. You cannot find them in the city limits. I'm just telling, I had someone tell me I couldn't have more than one roll of toilet paper. So this is the world in which we live. What's more important Raising your children in the nurture and the admonition of the Lord, which includes liberty, total equality for everyone according to God's word, our constitution verbatim, that is the nurture and the admonition. You raising your child, you not abdicating, you being responsible for the outcome of your seed, that's on you. Please reconsider Reconsider your lifestyle. Reconsider your priorities. If we've learned nothing else, this whole shamdemic, it should be what's important and what's not. And our liberties are on the chopping block. I love you. You can follow me at Monica on your talk on Twitter. The Monica Matthews. My page is back up on Facebook. You can go like my page. Follow my page on Facebook. I'm also on Monty Matthews, but I'd prefer that you guys reach out to me on the Monica Matthews with two T's. I'm also on iTunes and Stitcher. Sign up for my newsletters at monicamatthews.com. Be good to your neighbor. Beginning with yourself. And remember, if you're an American, act like one.